Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we hope you connect with God to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live as an artist in His kingdom. I'm Matt Tama, your host. Let's get started. Well, there, my friend. I'm really glad that you're with me on the podcast today. You know, I woke up the other morning and sometimes I wake up with stuff on my brain and sometimes I wake up just waking up, you know, (laughs) but I woke up the other morning and the Lord would not get off of this subject. It was about SOS. And I'm like, what is this shiny object syndrome or better known as squirrel? (laughs) Maybe, maybe you've dealt with this before where, you know, you're just like going about your business. Everything's fine. And then boom, all of a sudden an opportunity, a creative idea, something comes across your path and you're like, oh my gosh, I've got to do this like right now. Well, part of that is fun being a creative, but also part of that can be really, really frustrating for us um, because, you know, it's taking our focus away from the things that we need to be focused on. And, you know, a lot of artists and, uh, and creatives are, are what they call polymaths in that we have a lot of different things that we're interested in. And that's wonderful. But to develop mastery and to develop creative uh, excellence in our work and to develop a brand and to be known for uh, something in the marketplace, you got to focus. And so I'm going to be diving deep into really a process the Lord showed me. I'm actually reading right out of my journal uh, of stuff that the Lord gave me the other morning, um, which is really powerful for me. And I think it's going to be really powerful for you as well um, as we jump into this subject. Now, before I do, I always love to give a shout out to my listeners. And uh, today's a podcast review over on iTunes is actually from Aylan34. And Aylan said, High energy art encouragement. Recently discovered Matt Tommy and love the enthusiasm, truth, encouragement, and challenge that he brings to the table. He helps artists think through their purpose and vision and challenges uh, them to take bolder steps with their art, no matter what the skill level. Well, Aylan34, thank you so much. And for all of you guys that are out there and that are reviewing the podcast every week and sharing that with friends, subscribing yourself. Um, thank you so much. It just means a, a huge, huge amount. We are, we're actually knocking on the door pretty quickly here of almost a half a million downloads, if you can believe that. So the more you share, uh, the more you sub, you know subscribe, the more you uh, review and that sort of thing, the more the word gets out there. And um, I just, I can't wait till we hit a half a million and then a million right after that. It's just going to be crazy because God's raising up an army of artists, y'all, if you didn't know. And uh, you're a part of it. I'm a part of it. And uh, this podcast is a part of it. And I'm just so thankful that um, that you're here with me today to talk about all the things we're talking about with shiny object syndrome. All right. Well, cool. Let's um, let's jump into this. This is really, uh, again, kind of the fruit of me waking up with a focus and just beginning to brainstorm with the Lord about what this looked like. And I was like, Lord, why are you giving me this whole thing about a methodology to evaluate new opportunities? Well, listen, this is absolutely huge. I talk about this in the mentoring program all the time, that if you don't have clear vision for your life, if you don't have clear understanding of who you are and what God's called you to do, then no matter what opportunity comes along that looks good or that looks shiny, if you will, you know, then uh, it automatically becomes top priority. And if you don't have anything to measure your activity by, that is a vision from the Lord and knowing where you're going in your life with goals and 
uh, you know, strategic plans and, and that sort of thing, all the stuff that we talk about here on the podcast, then uh, it's really, really easy to get distracted. So I want to give you, um, you know, I think this is probably about 12 or 15 things that uh, are really things that I do uh, normally, but they're, I never really put them kind of in a list before. But it's a way to begin to think about evaluating new opportunities um, when they come this way. All right. Now, the first thing I always ask is, does this idea, number one, support my overall vision for my life, my art, my business in the season that I'm in, like within the next one to three years? All right. If not, boom, it's gone. All right. Does it detract from that vision? Boom, gone. Uh, does it have no effect on that vision? Boom, gone. All right. I want to be about things that will take me further down the road in the thing that God is doing in my life right now. All right. Of course, there are things for uh, another season and that sort of thing, but we'll talk about that later. But the first thing I want to know is that, you know, for, to give it real focus, is this something that's going to support and be aligned with, maybe is a better way to say that. Um, the overall vision for my life in the next one to three years. Second of all, and this is so important, does this fall within my area of strength or expertise currently? Like, is this something that if I did it, it'd be pretty easy because I've already got what I need to do it? Or if not, is this something that I've got to prepare a lot for? I got to learn a bunch of new skills for? And you got to be honest with yourself about that because if it's something that I could just do, and it aligns, now that's starting to be like, okay, well, maybe this is starting to make sense. We'll see. But if it's something that's like, yeah, this supports my vision, but I got no clue how to do it, or I've got no contacts in this area, or I've got no skill in this area, then again, that's something that kind of, I'm thinking of this as like a list of pros and cons, you know, yes or no. And you're looking at this list and you're actually thinking, okay, um, you know, is this something that I'm going to pursue or not? Okay, number three. Would this work uh, with what I'm currently pursuing or not? That is, you know, in line with all the other stuff that you got going on right now, does this mesh, does this dovetail easily, or does this like, you know, cause kind of a conflict of interest, or does it pull your attention away from other things that are more pressing that you know are going to produce in this season? That's really, really huge. Uh, number four, does this have the potential to make money? and pay for itself. And on what terms? What time frame? Is this recurring or is this a one-time thing? Listen, there are a lot of ideas out there that are really great, but unless you're willing to bankroll them, that is, fund them from another source, <laughs> then you've got to make sure that the ideas that you're pursuing have the ability uh, to pay for themselves or create uh, finances, you know, create the funding as they go. All right, we call that kind of, you know, bootstrapping something that it pays for itself as it goes. I've seen so many um, great Christian people, love the Lord, have a vision, all this kind of stuff, but they launch into something with no understanding or even desire to create a funding model for it. They just think, oh, God will do it. It's God's idea. Or, um, well, I'll just get donations. People will donate to me and that sort of thing. Listen, Wah, wah, wah. wrong, <laughs> wrong way to think about it. I could give you story after story after story of people who started things and in six months, a year, two years, they're completely gone because they had no ongoing funding model to, um, you know, continue to fund what they were, what they were called to do. 
that's one of the beautiful things I think about what God's doing um, in this movement of raising up an army of artists is that he's teaching artists like you and me how to self-fund through the marketplace so that we can not be dependent on other people's don't other people donating to us, but that we can learn to harvest our provision by revelation in line with our assignment wherever God's got us in the marketplace. That is that is really, really huge. Also, does this idea, you know, require an initial investment of money? You know, are there tools, is there space, is there uh are there fees that have got to be paid? Do you have to um, you know, buy some equipment? Do you have to go through some training? Uh, how long until you'll ever able to recoup that money? Will you be able to recoup that money? Again, that's a big, big question that's got to be um, answered. Now, number next, uh, and again, I'm losing track, so who knows how many of this is, but um, <laughs> how much time will this require up front and ongoing? You know, for me, I'm willing to give some time up front to an idea that's meshing with what I'm already doing that's got possibility to be an income generator for me that is supporting my overall vision. Um, but I've got to be really careful about things that really lock me down on an ongoing basis. So if I could give a couple of weeks of development up front, but then I know that it's going to be an hour a week or three hours a month going forward, and it's going to bring recurring revenue into my business, then absolutely this is something that I would look at. Um, as opposed to something that, nope, it's going to be four hours every week and it's never going to end. and uh, we don't know if it's going to make a lot of money, but you're going to love it. It's going to be really great. Uh, I, you got to look at that as a business person and, and balance that out. All right. Now, number next, uh, if I say yes, this is so huge. <laughs> if I say yes to this shiny object, if I say yes to this new idea, then what am I willing to say no to in my life, art, or business? Listen, none of us have more than 24 hours in the day. We all have to say no to the wrong things in our life in order to say yes to the right things. And inherently, anytime you say yes to something, you're inherently saying no to something else, either something you're already doing or something that's potentially coming down the road. So anytime you say yes, I believe you got to say it slowly in order to make sure that you're aligning yourself with the type of projects, the type of people, the type of uh, expression uh, and financial investment, all of that, that's going to bring you the long-term results that you're looking for. Now, obviously, all of this, guys, is, you know, as being led by the Holy Spirit, because sometimes Holy Spirit asks you to do things that don't make sense. You know, you can have all this stuff lined up. It makes total sense in the natural. And the Holy Spirit's just like, yep, yeah, but this is not the season. And you're like, okay. Or sometimes none of it lines up and Holy Spirit's like, yep, this is right. So I'm giving you the practical things right now. Obviously, you got to weigh all this with the Lord continually throughout this process. But so many people never even think about these things that they don't even, they never even take these things to the Lord to consider and they can get in a lot of trouble, um, you know, because of that. A lot of wasted time, wasted money, wasted resources, your excitement, you know, that you have just, you know, tanks. And all the hope and excitement that you had just, you know, falls out the window. And you don't want to have that, you know. So that's really what I'm trying to prevent in you is having major, major disappointment over and over and over in your life rather than having a vision and working toward that in line with the voice of the Holy Spirit um, in a real 
incredible way, in a fruitful way in your life. All right. Other questions I'm always asking, you know, uh, what additional people will I need? All right. What area of expertise do I need? How much is this going to cost to get that? How much will it cost to hire people to help me? Uh, or can I get volunteers? Can I get interns? Also, how do I feel internally about this opportunity? Like, just like I was saying, is there a witness of the Holy Spirit? You know, what's God saying in the middle of this? Do I, am I seeing prophetic confirmations or other people mentioning this to me as a potential opportunity, uh, people that I trust? Am I inv- involving leaders that, uh, you know, my pastor, my small group leader, my uh, husband or wife, my business partner, people that I trust in business? Am I getting their input and allowing them to speak into my life in a way that brings wisdom? That is so, so key. So again, as you're looking at your, um, you know, your uh, checklist here, your your pros and cons, you can be like, oh, I didn't do that, or I need to do that, all right? Or, gosh, everybody in my life says, no, this is not the right time. Okay, am I still as passionate about this as I was 10 minutes ago? You got to think about this thing. But sometimes, most of the time, people in your life, uh, especially our spouses, you know, I know Tanya, for me, I can be so jazzed about something, and then she'll say, yeah, but what about this? And I was like, oh, I totally didn't think about that, (laughs) or I didn't, you know, I didn't even see that perspective, but I'm so glad that she brought it up. And usually it's not a no, it's usually a, well, what about this? Let's get this taken care of, and then we can pursue that. That's really, really um, huge, all right? Now, another thing, again, just talking about yes versus no on an idea, I always ask, is this idea for now? Is this idea something that I'm going to research and pray about? Or is this idea for somebody else? Not every idea that comes to you is for you. So you might be getting something for somebody else. So ask the Lord about that. Also, there are some ideas that I've been cooking on for years. And I'll research and I'll pray and I won't get any peace about it. And I'll just kind of throw it up on the shelf in my proverbial back pocket. And I just keep on going. And then there are some ideas that are just God ideas that as soon as As I say yes to him, boom, the grace is there to pursue it. And so I want to keep going on those. So again, is it is it always no or yes? No. It's can be now, research and prayer, you know, later, or maybe it's for maybe it's for somebody else. Now, one of the big things I think that that sometimes people don't ask is, you know, especially is, you know, is this in line with what I'm doing right now and my vision for the next few years? Does this idea or whatever I'm, you know, whatever this shiny object is that I'm considering, does this serve my current clients or does this require that I develop a whole new market, whole new partners, whole new marketing strategy and that sort of thing? That is significant. That is really, really huge. You know, right now in my life and what I'm doing and in mentoring artists all over the world, it would have to be a big, big deal. like major confirmation from the Lord if I did anything outside of that because I don't have the time or the resource or the energy to develop a whole new market. I've been spending my life these last years, these last 10 or 12 years, speaking to you guys, encouraging you in in what God's got for you as artists and being an artist myself. And so if I all of a sudden saw a great opportunity to sell automotive parts online and I just knew that I could make a lot of money if I did it, I'd have to really stop and say, now, hold on now. 
it, does this have anything to do with what I'm doing right now in my calling? And how much is that going to cost? And how will I even find these people? Do I have any experience in this? Those kind of questions have got to be asked. And um, does it serve your clients is a really, really important um, thing. Because I think especially as you're thinking about developing multiple streams of income, the best multiple streams of income in your life are ones that dovetail together, not that compete with each other and require whole separate platforms and that sort of thing. So next is, uh, what problem does this solve? You know, who does it solve it for? How much would they be willing to pay for that solution? How much are they paying now in time and money and resources and lost opportunities and focus without having a solution like the one I'm considering? That is really, really big, especially when it comes to if you're pretty far down the road and you're thinking, okay, this is a possibility. This is this could potentially solve a big problem for people. Here's what they're paying now. Man, if, if they were to pay a little more or a little less for my solution, they'd really get all these benefits instead of having to deal with this thing themselves. That is huge. Listen, so many people when it comes to pricing, um, not only art, but any kind of solution that they're providing, they always think in terms of what they would pay. Never, ever, ever th price things based on what you would pay. Price things based on uh, the uniqueness of it, uh, the difficulty that it is to replace you, how many people want it, how many people need it, what they're, what they're doing now to solve that problem in your life, in, in their life. That begins to give you a model uh, and, a, and a neighborhood, if you will, to begin to uh, get a pricing model for what you're doing. But uh, it's really important to, to understand that, you know, whatever you do is got to solve a problem for somebody. Even if it's an art class, you're thinking about doing a new class, okay, online or even in person. Okay, great. What problem does it solve? How are they solving that now? What are they paying for that now? How big of a problem is that? How special is your solution? How is this going to change their life if they do, if they take advantage of the solution that, uh, that you're providing. All of that is really, really important to be very clear on uh, before you pursue an opportunity. And then right in line with that, how many people will this potentially serve? Who are they? Where are they? What are they doing now to address this issue? Uh, why is the solution that I'm bringing to the table better for them? All right? You've got to be honest about that. If you are come up with an idea and then you look in the marketplace and you're like, oh, but there's 12 other people that are doing this none of them are making money and all of them are better than what I've got, then this is probably not an idea for you. All right. It may just be one of those things that moves on down, uh, on down the river. All right. And, and then the last one was, you know, are there other people already addressing this problem? What are their successes? How's my different, different from theirs? You know, my idea different from theirs. How does it compare on pricing, on, on benefits, on the way that they're addressing the model, uh, and, and the problem it, or do they already have a, a huge name in the industry, or uh, do they not? Do, is there room for me to come in and uh, and not feel like I'm stepping all over everybody? Is there a, a unique way that I can address this and, and find that blue water, you know, that we talk about, that place where there's no competition or very little competition as opposed to trying to do it the same thing that, that everybody else is doing? See, all of those questions, all right? And that, again, that's that was just kind of a brain dump out of my journal, but all of those are questions that have got to be asked. You've probably got some other questions that, that you're even thinking about right now as you're looking at opportunities. But listen, if you don't look at those questions now, 
then you have the potential to waste a lot of time and a lot of money and energy and resources and other people's time and focus. And it, it pulls you off of the game that God's got you on now, the thing that you're moving toward now. And so that's why vision and that's why clarity in this area uh, is so important. Because otherwise, if you don't learn how to do this and walk through this process and embrace this process, you will never finish things. You'll be a master dabbler, which a lot of artists really <laughs> suffer from that. You'll feel no momentum in your life. You'll just kind of always feel like you're trudging, 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 like you can't get any wind behind you. Uh, you'll burn through money. <laughs> Trust me on this. You'll you'll uh, confuse your team and you'll never reach your goals because the goalposts will always be changing. So shiny object syndrome is one of those things that we all deal with. But if you'll go through this process that I've I've outlined here and develop your own kind of methodology of determining, is this idea now? Is it for me? Is it in this season? And all the other questions that we talked about, you will really be a, a lot further down the road in making great decisions and taking advantage of the opportunities that God brings that are right for you at this time. And that's going to be huge uh, in your growth as a thriving artist. All right. Well, let me pray for you and, and we'll get out of here today. Father, thank you, Lord, that you're always downloading new ideas. Lord, some for now, some for later, some for others. And Holy Spirit, I pray that you would awaken our sensitivity in our heart, God, to know the times, to know the seasons, and to know what to do, God, just like the sons of Issachar. God, they knew the times and they knew what to do. Lord, let that be our story. Let that be our testimony that amid all the opportunities and all the shiny objects that want to want to take our attention, Lord, that we are able to focus on the things that you've called us to that really make a difference in our life and in the lives of others. In Jesus' name, amen. My friend, I love you very much. I hope you have a great day. And uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you've not. Also, if this uh, episode has been a blessing to you, please take a moment and review the podcast and just let me know that you're listening. All right, until next time, remember you were created to thrive. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.